Welcome to Reclaiming Leadership with the Good Business Witch. I'm your host, Megan Winkler, MBA and MA. There's lots of degrees in there. And I'm so thrilled you're here. Each week, we'll be discussing current events, challenges to women in leadership, and how we can shift away from burnout to create better lives for ourselves and those who come after us. Stick around. I think you're really going to love this show. Welcome back to Reclaiming Leadership with the Good Business Witch. I'm Megan Winkler, aka the Good Business Witch, and it has been a hot minute and a half. I was just looking back at my podcast page. Let me pull that up for you real quick because I'm sure you're curious to know. The last episode was in January. Oh my gosh, and here it is, May. Okay, so what have I been doing? <laughs> um, I've been finishing my book, Breaking Up with Burnout. And I'm not sure if that's going to be the final name, but if it's not, it's going to be the subtitle of the book. So I was certainly heads down and really focused on getting that out. So I'm super excited about it. Right now I'm going through and editing it and y'all, it is so fucking good. It is so yummy. I just, I can't even tell you. And it is a journey through how we got here. Like, how did we get to the point where burnout was, has just become like this thing that happens to so many people? Uh, like, how did we get here that this was, this has become like a totally acceptable thing? You know what I mean? And I explore that. I explore that through our history as a nation, but also as a part of a larger world. So I'm actually kind of digging back through history. I love that I'm using my history degree as well here and kind of go back through everything and how we got to this place of patriarchy and toxic capitalism. And then what we can do about it. Because I firmly believe there is so much good and so much empowerment in knowledge. Knowledge is so empowering. And we've got to do something, right? And my big focus for this year has been all about action, all about so that, you know, it's like, I'm going to do this so that then I have this result. So I am helping readers to kind of understand where we are, how we got here, and then what we can do about it to get us out. I'm also breaking down the six types of burnout that I have identified both as a researcher, as a survivor of burnout too, but also with my clients. So that is the second half of the book is really helping you to identify the ones that you're more susceptible to and how to manage that. So those types are physical, emotional, energetic, empathetic, intellectual or mental, and I'm blanking on them. <laughs> it's real. It's real time, y'all. It's real time. It's so bad. I will blank on all of them, but they, they cover everything, and in the past, burnout has really, um, 
been focused on, you know, like how productive you are at work. And it's like, no, we've got these emotional components. We've got spiritual components. We have got uh, mental components and kind of information overload. We have got empathetic components. We have got um, you know, just like being in a crowd that's like energetic, social. That's the other one I was thinking. Sorry. <laughs> I had to list them out on my fingers. Social burnout as well. So um, like these are all really, really important dynamic parts of us that we can really help manage and bring back to center so that we can thrive. And I think the reason why I always forget social is I don't that's not one of my types. It's a super important type. Um, as an extrovert, however, I don't tend to socially burn out. So I do however energetically burn out all the time. <laughs> I actually just completed a mini course with a friend of mine where um, we're looking at our Jupiter placements in our birth charts and come to find out my specific Jupiter placement is in my fifth house, but it is in Scorpio. And apparently a Scorpio Jupiter, a Jupiter Scorpio uh, relationship there is uh, a little more introverted and a little more, um, well, more empathetic and intuitive than some other placements. And so I actually need more alone time than I thought. Oh, imagine that. Uh, so I can be social as hell and be out among people all the time. However, when I start having those deeper conversations and really connecting with people on a deeper level, I've got to have some time to myself. So it was really interesting uh, to do that. If you want information on that course, please reach out to me and I will connect you with Tati. She is amazing. She's a very modern astrologer and she has helped me understand so much of what's going on in the world. So I think that is a recap. I am gearing up to have a graduated senior and my son is a trans man now, is 18 and he is graduating from high school next week. And so that's something also new and I'm so, so proud of him. Um, he's worked so hard. And just received an award last night for having a 95% or higher average for the year. Has just been rocking it out this year. So I'm super, super proud. Super proud, Mama. So yeah, that's the recap. And I am super excited to have a YouTube show in addition to the podcast here. It's called Let's Chat About. And I'm on YouTube at Meg Winkler. It's an old YouTube handle, but we're keeping it so you can find the show over there. I'm actually also going to include a little snippet from the show at the end of this episode so that you can kind of get a taste for what it's like. It's all about getting to know the people behind businesses because we're more than our work. We're more than our business. Uh, that's a big thing that Reclaiming Leadership podcast has all been about. So I'm excited to kind of practice what I preach and put that in a new dynamic out there. <clears throat> All right. So just to kind of recap, we've talked about uh, pockets. We've talked about I'm not like other girls. We've talked about shame, neurospicy tips, productivity hacks that don't burn you out. I just want to chat a little bit about, let's see, what feels good. I'm leaning into my Jupiter. 
let's pull this up. I'm going to pull my book up actually. And we're going to pull something from there just randomly. I'm going to allow the manuscript to just guide us here. This is kind of a fun divination technique. I know that there is a, I can't, is it cardomancy maybe? can't remember the name, but there is a type of um, divination where you just pick a book off of your shelf and set an intention and then open it up and allow the words to just come. So we're going to go to page 54 because that sounds good. That's the number that just jumped in my head, which is really funny. So let's see. Oh, and there's Pluto in the background. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I love this. So yeah, let's talk about your values. Mm. I'm going to start using my own book for like business divination purposes. It's amazing. <laughs> we have values instilled from us in us from our youth, right? We are taught to be a certain way. We're taught to act a certain way. If you grew up in the South, like I did, you're taught to dress certain ways, depending on the season. I'm talking about those white shoes and white purses between Memorial Day and Labor Day and uh, dressing up at Easter too. Remember, which never made sense to me because it's like Easter was like the day that it was okay to wear white shoes because it was Easter. But then they went away until Memorial Day. I don't know. It's very strange. Anyway, <laughs> these values that have been instilled in us cause us to have gut reactions to the world around us. And the reason values are so important is, especially in business, is they help us to establish what is good and bad, quote unquote, in our lives and what we basically like what we'll tolerate and what we will not put up with, right? Sometimes our values are so triggered, and I'm using that as a little T, that when we see something that we love a ton or we hate so much that we want to get it out of the world, our values propel us into action. And a lot of times we don't think about our values. They just kind of are. They have become so innate in us. And when we actually sit down and think about our values, though, um, they may not be what you think they are. Sometimes our values are our parents' values. Sometimes they are our grandparents' or our teachers' values or our religion's values. Sometimes it's a political party's values. So as you're thinking about what's important to you, and as I ask you the question, what are your values? What comes to mind? And are they really yours? One of my values is you do what you say you're going to do. And this has become such a strong value that it has become almost like a, a guiding law or guiding principle in my life. And now that, what that really means is you follow through on your commitments and you give things a try. So I am not placing value on success. I am placing value on the attempt. So I don't require perfection. I don't require success. I don't require anyone to knock it out of the park. What I do really judge 
interactions by is whether or not a person does what they say they're going to do. And that goes down to even like contractors showing up at my house, right? Contractors are just say, oh, I'm going to be here between 9 and 11. You better be there between 9 and 11. Do not show up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I do not appreciate that. You didn't say you were going to do that. And if it happens, give me a call because then that's fine too. Life is, life is very real. Life is very present. Things happen. And sometimes things don't go according to plan. And that's okay too. That's not a problem. When you think about your non-negotiables, because that's definitely a non-negotiable for me, is like just, just have that integrity. That gives you an idea of one of your values. Does that make sense? So I'm going to list off a few values here and just see what resonates with you. If you happen to be in a place where you can write some things down, then do so. And if not, feel free to come back to this and listen again. You might find this really valuable. So I've created this list of values. This will be in the book. I also have a values worksheet over at meganwinkler.com. It's right there on the homepage. You can grab your own and print it out and like actually check them off and all that. So, um, and I actually walk you through doing it for your personal values and your business values. So feel free to do that. All right. You ready? Here we go. They're in alphabetical order. Adventurous. Agile. Aligned. Altruistic. Ambitious. Analytical. Approachable. Artful. Balanced. Bold. Brilliant. Caring. Collaborative. Committed. Compassionate. Courageous. Courteous. Credible. Curious. Delightful. Dependable. Driven. Educated. Empowered. Energized. Fair. Fearless. Forever curious. Free. Friendly. Generous. Good-natured. Gritty. Honest. Humble. Inclusive. Insightful. Intuitive. Invested. Mindful. Nimble. Open-minded. Original. Passionate. Patient. Persistent. Proud. Quirky. Relentless. Resourceful. Respectful. Skilled. Spontaneous. Surprising. Talented. Tenacious. Unabashed. Weird. Without compromise. And zany. Now, I realize I read that pretty quickly. <clears throat> However, if there's any that popped out to you, um, that's a sign that that is something that you value, which is really cool. Like, how did those words make you feel? How did they make you feel? And then when you think about your values, the next step, because I am all about action this year, like I said, is to start creating boundaries around those values. So, you know, if you want to be 
um, open-minded and you want to be collaborative and you want to be inclusive, like one of the boundaries that you may set for yourself is to make sure that if you're involved in any online summits or bundle uh, deals, that sort of thing, like as a professional, then, you know, making sure that it's a diverse group of folks um, among races and backgrounds and orientation and all that. Like that would be a way to set a boundary around that. Boundaries are not limiting. Boundaries are guide rails to help you on the path to success. So again, head over to MeganWinkler.com if you want to grab that values worksheet. It's like I said, right on the homepage. And you will be signing up for some regular updates from me via email. But I promise my emails are so much fun. I love writing them every week. They are just a blast and they are just like my fun secret communications with my insiders. So it's amazing. I also just got the opportunity to start a <coughs> broadcast channel, excuse me, <coughs> a broadcast message on Instagram. So that link, I believe, is in my profile on Instagram at Megan Winkler MBA, Master of Business Administration, really claiming that this year. Um, but you can join there and I'm going to be sharing burnout tips, break, break up with burnout tips, really, right there um, that I'm not going to be sharing anywhere else. It's totally secret. It's just like this cool little you and me thing. So, um, pop over there and you know me, I don't like spam. I'm not going to be spamming you all the time. So pop over there if you want to do that. And yeah, I think that is it in terms of announcements. Thank you again so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I am going to, uh, now switch gears a little bit and give you a snippet of Let's chat about the episode that I had with Morgan Moss, who is the owner of Ancient Goddess Creations. And we're talking about tattoos, friendship, magic, um, just a bunch of fun stuff. And I think you're going to enjoy this little snippet because I sure enjoyed recording it. Until next time, my friends, stay magical, take care of yourself, stay healthy, and do something creative today because creativity is so mind opening and heart opening and soul opening. You never know where that creativity is going to lead you. Chat soon. I actually, um, looking at my extremely pale face today, <laughs> um, I, I remembered that I actually had a dream that you and I were in last night. And it was, yeah, and I totally forgot about this. I would have mentioned it earlier, but it was just like, oh, that's right. So there was this group of people and we were like doing like, I don't know, a YouTube video or something. And we had a choice of either like getting all in our witchy garb or something else. And I can't remember what the other one was. And I kept like dropping it in the dream and forgetting about it. But the witchy garb was all like very goth, like the heavy eye makeup, like 90s goth, right? And they were like, oh, well, you don't look like you could wear that. And I'm like, okay, first of all, my skin is pale enough. Yes, yes, I could. <laughs> and then I stood up and I was like, how about instead, let's do what Morgan said. And I don't know when you said this, but let's do what Morgan said and just be ourselves 
And like, why don't we just show up and be witchy and like in what we would wear before we do a ritual and just show how different we can all be. And these people were like, no, that's not going to work. And I was like, so then I woke up. So I don't know what happened, but I like to think that you and I like linked arms with all the other witches and just left and got the hell out. But yeah, I totally yeah. had that dream last night. Isn't that funny? That is awesome. I love that actually. I know. I know. I was like, oh my goodness. So yeah, I don't know when you said it, and, but apparently it happened in the dream before I got there. So no, that's definitely an undertone of mine is um, I think for, so 20, no, let's see, back in 2005, 2006 mm -hmm. to about 2009, I owned a brick and mortar store. Um, and that's been like my philosophy since back then is I've always told people like you are the magic, mm -hmm. you know, so, so what works for you is not going to work for the next person. And you have to do what feels right to you. And that's, I mean, so that's been something that I've been telling people for, I don't know, 18 years now. So, yeah. It's so good. I love it. Yay. <laughs> well, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about tattoos. So I am curious, like, where you wanted to chat and all that. And I'm getting my first one a week from Friday. So... Coming. What, are, what are you getting now? I'm getting, so um, my kiddo and I are going to get like a sun and moon tat. And we've seen these that where it's like the sun, but then like the moon is within it. And so I sent some ideas over to the artist and I said, I love your style of your work. Just like do your thing. And we kind of want the two of them to be a little different, mm -hmm. but that's happening a week from Friday. So that is, so. and where, do you know where you're going to get it yet? I think what's well, going to be on my my upper arm somewhere on my right arm. So I'm open to uh, suggestions as as to like where's the less painful part versus the more painful part. I I personally love a fleshy spot. Yeah, I feel like fleshy spots are less painful. Um, that's just me personally. Like I have one on the top of my foot that was excruciating the entire time. Yeah. Um, this one right here. So this says, it says decorus calamitas, which is Latin for beautiful disaster. Wow. Cool. Um, but when they're tattooing, when he was tattooing this side, mm -hmm. the pain shot across my collarbone gosh into this shoulder and vibrated like this whole part of my body and then when he did this word yeah. it shot that way oh, wow. so the body is very weird 